using a new chainsaw. So go to the sharedmedia.com contest page, click on bragging rights, and upload your photo of anything hunting, fishing, camping, or hiking in Wyoming's great outdoors. And you could be the big winner of a $300 hunting knife from Buckaroo Blades. At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Everyone's story is different, but one thing is always true. Your trade-in is just as important to the equation as the new vehicle. Hi, this is Brad at Primary Motors, and we recently had a customer whose trade-in had been taken care of like it was part of the family and had sentimental attachment. We already had a local customer in mind, and they knew each other. Both of our customers were glad that they had come to Primary Motors that day. See us today at Primary Motors, 2305 Coffin Avenue, or online at primerymotors.com. Voting this year? Keep in mind that Wyoming law requires voters to show an acceptable form of identification when voting in person at the polls. There are several things you can use as identification, including a driver's license, a tribal ID card, a U.S. military card, a valid U.S. passport, a valid Medicare or Medicaid card, and your UW-Wyoming Community College or Wyoming Public School ID. If you don't have one of these, you may obtain a free Wyoming ID card from the local driver services office. When you're in pain, It causes stress. Even minor pain is telling you something's not right, and early detection is the best path to relief. Make a call to Dr. Colin Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Desperado Dave here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports and First Northern Bank Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened this week on KROE. Dave Cox, I was looking at the thing this morning. David says Desperado Dave. I thought it said Desperate Dave. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seven points. Very bad. Trevor was working on that one all day. Yeah. yeah. No, I just saw it about an hour ago and I thought, oh, that's what I thought it said. Well, anyway. He did very James, well. Yeah, 10. I know. I didn't pick Thursday night, but I picked the rest of them. So Who that's why this, you got the star and yep. the 10 wins. That's exactly. Yeah, I mean, probably. But here's the thing. I mean, this is all hindsight. I would have picked Arizona. Oh, whatever. whatever. Okay, let's go. Uh, Kansas, your team, the Pack. Okay, I'm going to go Packers. Are you serious? Yes, I am serious. Loyalty. Yes, I'm loyal. We're live every Wednesday at 7.40 a.m. on KROE 103.9. Play along with us for a chance to win a prize valued at $100 every week. Make your picks at Pro Football Pick'em on the contest page on sharedmedia.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Eliason Financial. 
You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, Sage Community Arts offers the Sheridan region committed multiple opportunities to experience art through multiple mediums. It is the community's art gallery showing and selling the art of the resident artists in our area. The Sage Community Arts leadership act as advocates for that ever-growing community of artists and promote the industry that helps to feed Sheridan's local economy. Joining me this morning is the Executive Director of Sage Community Arts, Jill Benson. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Floyd. <laughs> How are you? I'm fabulous as always. <laughs> you got your booster uh, the other yeah. day. You said you're feeling just a little under the weather. I was, but then we I slept a nice solid 12 hours last night. So <laughs> oh, sleep wow. is the miracle, wow. the miracle worker there. But yeah, now I feel good, ready to take on all that the fall and the holidays that are just around the corner oh, planning winter yeah. shows. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not quite ready for this cold scraping off my windshield. I was like, that's why I walk everywhere. Avoid the frost. <laughs> walk. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I, 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 I think out of everything that the winter has, the only thing that really gets me is stuff like that. Having to scrape the windshield, mm-hmm. having to leave the house 20 minutes early just to make sure you get to work on time. You yeah. know, that kind of thing gets a little annoying. Other than that, I, I would have to say that winter is pretty close to being one of my probably my favorite season. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, it's it's definitely spring because I don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. Right. And the right. color green is everywhere. Especially here. So vibrant. Oh, it's absolutely so, beautiful. I it's think stunning. June, this June was, it just felt like it lasted forever. It was so great. You know, it really was. Uh, <laughs> driving to work every day, I kept telling, you know, my wife, I was like, this is gonna all be brown soon so really soak it in you know get as much of the green as you can and it just kept looking great yeah because it was just a little tickle last year and it was gone now this year we're like we can indulge in it we had so many great plain air classes everyone outside like we don't paint like we've used up all our greens that is yeah (laughs) yeah it's amazing (laughs) and and the plain air that's that's a an art style that's been around for probably one of the very first art styles because you're basically painting outside uh, but it's kind of a different experience when you perform that kind of art as opposed to in a studio, isn't it? It is. And it's one that's been, it was an art form that allowed more of the masses to be able to, it's like you could go and paint whatever there was to see. You didn't have to hire a model. You didn't have to be in the fancy studios or the classes where there was the models or the um, still lives that were there. It's like you could go out and paint it was became more for the everyman to yeah. be able to get out there find a subject and take the mundane and elevate it to a fine art level and you know some things we take for granted now but say you know 1400 it was pretty difficult to come across a bowl of fruit uh-huh. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't think about that. You know, <laughs> right. when you're looking at a bowl of fruit from an old painting, you're like, oh, well, it's a bowl of fruit. That's well, like- back then, it was a heck of a thing to see a whole bowl of fruit. Yeah, you get some exotic fruit that we think, you know, the banana. It's like, yeah. that's what daily meal. It's like, that was exotic for some people. They're like, we have no idea what this is to be able to paint it. <laughs> yeah. You were in this high class. So then it's like, I can go find a tree and now be able to turn that 
into this master level art that we now appreciate was so amazing. It's yeah. My bowl of fruit is like, Oh yeah, I got some avocados, kumquats. <laughs> it's all fine. But that's yeah. Back several hundred years. Like, that was high class bowl of fruit. <laughs> Absolutely, and and I think it's it's we got to keep that in mind when we're looking at at art from the past, mm-hmm. and you know the plain air style and and being able to get outside and do that stuff was uh, something that my favorite artist Vincent Van Gogh did all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean that's what he did. He picked up his stuff and he went out, and he a wheat field became yeah. art. A cypress tree became beautiful art. Yeah, it transitions you into, it helped you see their mind, their process. So it's like, yes, we've all walked by this wheat field, but now I, f- I feel it different. I experience it different. I, The eyes at someone else, you start to connect to someone completely different and understand a deeper level of them because of how they're seeing it, what colors they use, what movements they put into the painting. And yeah. You're like... I see you different. I see this different. And now we can connect on a new level, which is just so fascinating. Absolutely. And, and <clears throat> yeah, to take something as plain as a wheat field mm-hmm. and turn it into something that I can stare at for oh. a long time. We'll mm-hmm. just say a long time. <laughs> now, uh, as work does come through the door, uh, do you ever notice a change in the colors and the feel as seasons change? Do you Do your artists really kind of shift into like a fall sense of mind and start using warmer colors yeah we we do every time we call uh it's also very noticeable when just our member side turns over um we this last one we could see a little more sense of it was turned over in august and there was this feel of kind of getting those warmer kind of golden tones that august and the fall sometimes brings but even in the spring when we turn over in January, they were some of the brightest colors I'd wow. seen. They were this vibrant pinks and turquoise. And it was almost like everyone wanted this sense of like, we've gone through the winter, the cold. Now we want to embrace spring before it came. And then when we hit spring, there were these really kind of rosy uh, pinks and deep reds. It was almost switched a little bit. Wow. And when we'd say for the members, we say, this is the time to bring in your art. And with these sizes. And then that's it. There's no subjects that they have to follow. There's no color scheme, but there's just this like communal feel that goes through, uh, I don't know, the the ether of the artist. They're like, this is the colors we're feeling. And you can, it almost looks like we call for, we need an orange group, a blue group. and But they just naturally come in that way That's each incredible. Time. And so it's it's really fun. So right now we have a little more of those fall colors. I think that it's setting in on people, but... Yeah, they we see the. It's not always tied to the actual ch- changing of the seasons, but the the seasons as the artists go through change and are collectively together in color. Which That's is, amazing. It's so much fun, and it's definitely one of the. It's the part that I knew I would take on, but didn't realize how much I would look forward to it, and something I'd be driven to do is curating and laying out our gallery and getting to place it up there uh, and seeing how does this piece speak to this piece? How do I elevate this work with this artist's works? You know, someone who's never hung in a gallery with someone who's been with us for years yeah. together. And so it's just, I love it every time we get to turn over a gallery. And I love that that's kind of your creative expression. Mm-hmm. How how do I display 
the art itself. Yeah, you know, so you get you kind of get your turn to do do. art as well. I've definitely been telling people it's it's clicked with me recently. Of like, I don't have the drive to make my own art, and I've kept telling people that I was like, yeah, I'm not an artist. I do this, and I was like, you know, I think actually, as you said, this is my this is my art piece. It's hanging out so that I can help elevate make that platform to promote my artists that come in to the best of our abilities for them. Like those great individuals who work with tile. I I may not have made the little piece of tile, but now I'm going to lay it out in this beautiful mosaic where now the, all of them come together collectively as a whole and and present a a completely different image than just holding a blue tile in your hand, you know? And, and I absolutely love the idea, (laughs) you know, of being able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's beautiful. (laughs) That in itself is an absolute artistic talent being able to display that now as speaking of membership out there um how can artists join sage and what do they benefit from from joining the community it's so simple to join you can either go right online at artandsheridan.com and it said membership and join us right away or we also absolutely love if you stop in to see us it's 45 for an individual and uh for a year or 80 for a family or business. Oh, wow. And, and if you're a student in any, if you're in, you know, elementary or secondary, continuing ed, whatever, if you're some sort of schooling, it's only 25 a year. Oh, wow. And the benefits that we do is the member gallery, that is the gallery you get to hang in. We change it out four times a year. We help. We really try to help make that transition, take some of the business side of it off. So we help coach like how you become gallery ready to present your artwork. We'll work with you as you bring art in so that you can take it to other galleries, uh, some bigger shows, get ready for your own solo show somewhere else. Uh, We've started a program, Art in the Wild. And if you're a member with Sage, I will curate shows solo group shows with you with some of our local businesses so we do java moon the waiting room up at the hospital first bank era reality and then we just took on primary care facility with sheridan hospital and we have solo shows in all of those and that's as long as you remember you get uh three-month to six-month show that I put on for you. That's amazing. So you Mm -hmm. can visit any of those locations and Mm -hmm. see Sage Community Art, members' Mm -hmm. art up on the walls. Yeah, and we have stories written up about why, uh, what the collaboration means, who this artist is, all the work is for sale, and we help take care of those sales so that the artist, I just need your artwork, and then I will put it up for you. So I take that burden off of our artists because we, we see a lot of our members aren't full-time artists yet. They're still trying to navigate the world of the, their day job and then uh, how to find their passion in art. And so if I can take that business side of it, some of the other logistics off so that I've created, help me. So I take it for them and we put the art up for them and we are working and expanding. It's part of Sage's new strategic plan that we're going through of what else can we do for our members? How else can we help elevate them to get them into that, that world? So we're working on next year, we'll have a conference of how to take artists uh, and art lovers and understand that, that business side of it of how do you become gallery ready? How do you talk to a gallery? How do I protect 
my art when I want to work with another business. And wow. so we'll, we'll start working on that, you know, really tailored to some of our members uh, to be able to facilitate some more, what we can offer more to them. And then we have amazingly great competitive commission rates, if you're a member. Now, if, because I, I do think about that, you know, how does an artist break through? You know, it, I may have stacks upon stacks of art that's completed, you know, um, and using your easels as storage. <laughs> you know, it's got to put <laughs> right. it up there and then I got to buy another easel so I can work. But, uh, you know, even at my house, I live with an artist and there's there's just, you know, paintings stacked on top of each other, leaned against a wall. And you're like, all of that beauty could be out there. But you just don't know how to break through that membrane into that huge community mm-hmm. of how do I profit from my art to become a full-time artist? And it's great to know the sage is down there to do just that for you. Yeah. And it's absolutely amazing. I greatly appreciate what you guys do for the art community. I got to take a break. More with Sage Community Arts. Stay with us. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. You know, the pioneers crossed the vast wilderness in covered wagons, yet today a lot of their offspring actually have to set alarms to remind them when to drink water. If you're needing water, all you have to do is call 307 Wildcat Well Service, a local company that specializes in locating water, drilling and pumps, even solar-powered water wells. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for 307 Wildcat Well Service in the Country Bounty, and you too will have cool, clean water. Water, water. When it comes to hunting and fishing, your bragging rights aren't always about that big buck or deer, pheasant or trout. It's also about that time spent with family and friends. CNB Operations and Sheridan Media present the Bragging Rights Photo Contest, where you can not only win a $300 custom hunting knife courtesy of Buckaroo Blades, but amazing prizes from CNB Operations. Sure, enter that trophy on the contest page of SheridanMedia.com, but you can also enter pics of you and your family or buddies just enjoying the Wyoming outdoors. CNB Operations, your local John Deere dealer, is also featuring their new home and ranch supply hardware center with a huge prize package, which you can only enter at CNB store on Heartland Drive. And this is cool. CNB will also be donating $1,000 in the name of the Bragging Rights Contest to the Wyoming Wildlife Federation. So brag a little. Send us your picks, and maybe you'll be the winner of one heck of a hunting knife while helping to preserve hunting and fishing in Wyoming. Enter today at SheridanMedia.com. Quality pre-owned Chevy Tahoes are here at Hammer Chevrolet, Troy Baker. Bob, these 2021 Tahoes come with low miles and are priced below any DA book value. We have a 2021 Chevy Tahoe LS with 20,000 miles, shadow gray metallic for $49,995. A Tahoe RST 21,000 miles, cherry red tint coat for $71,495. Or a black Tahoe Z71 with 8,500 miles for $74,695. Hammer Chevrolet at 107 East Alger, online, hammerchevy.com. 
This week on the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast, our World Series matchup is set, the Phillies and the Astros. We get a quick preview of that. Then a recap of Week 7 in the NFL. Joe Burr, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow goes off against the Falcons. And we had two massive upsets between the Packers and the Buccaneers. Is it time to sound the alarm bells? Plus the appeal situation between Brittany Griner and Russia. We have those topics and more on the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. With me this morning is the Executive Director of Sage Community Arts, Jill Benson. We've been discussing membership at Sage Community Arts and how these members can take advantage of the opportunities to show and sell their work right here in Sheridan, breaking through that that membrane uh, where where you go from being an amateur to a professional artist. And even even some of the best pros out there are working two jobs. I mean, oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not an easy lifestyle. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you definitely have to have passion for this. And if you want to help out, there's a couple of things going on down at Sage. Jill, tell us about the pop-up show. So that has become, it was our first one we did last year. It was uh, kind of the end of the year show. We did it in... Uh, kind of a homage to our members. Another great benefit that we're definitely going to keep going. Uh, it comes to life in December, and the members, we call it pop-up show because they take over both our galleries, uh, the member and the exhibition gallery. And I got to say, our exhibition gallery is just one of the most stunning galleries. Beautiful around. space. It's so beautiful, big, high ceilings. It just it emanates that feel of this is where high-class, amazing art gets to, like, really show itself and then we want to offer that to our artists who are creating high fine art and so uh what we do is we kind of take off some of our restrictions of size because now we have two galleries we can fill and we allow them to bring in more uh you can either bring in three small pieces or one large piece that's up to five feet wide oh wow oh yeah so it becomes this amazing curatorial Tetris game that is just <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> with how do we make this classy but get everybody in here because we what we did try to say and we're saying still is we will get at least one of your pieces in the exhibition side not yeah. all of them but at least one and last year we were able to do that in such a fine beautiful way and we had 78 pieces wow in that side, in that room in that room and it was still viewable it was still it wasn't like yeah, where, overwhelming. Where do we look? It was everyone could see it. We could pick out pieces for everyone. It just flowed so well. And many, many of our artists took on that, like, oop, five feet. I see I see that challenge. <laughs> I, I'm going to do it. That. Yeah. And then we had, of course, many of our others were like, we love that. Here's three of our tiny pieces because this is what we work in. And it, it just to show the diversity that our members do. And again, to, to feed more into us being a community art. We partnered with three nonprofits, other non non art profits, and uh, what we did is each week a different art, uh, different nonprofit. The three weeks leading up to Christmas, and that week Sage would split our commission side with that nonprofit, That's awesome. so that we could give back to this community that we've either done partnerships with or that we saw could, you know, had maybe another group of people that we hadn't met with, and maybe their base of people 
weren't interacting as much with the arts. So we brought in new people to each group and we'd have open houses each week and um, feedback from my partners with the nonprofits. They're like, hey, we met lots of new people that we hadn't interacted with. We got to learn from your artists. They learned about our group and we got, we saw beautiful connections happen throughout that each week. And we had live music and of course, always love to have a good spread of food because I'm a foodie. So we had <laughs> wonderful stuff. And it was just such a neat and fun mix to show that there's how the arts play into the community that, you know, yeah. Sage is building an inspiring community through the visual arts. And that's exactly what these pop-up shows did. And we encouraged our members to come and like, this is where we get to showcase you. You get to be the VIP tonight. So they had tags that said um, exhibiting artist. And oh, they wow. got to show them uh, so that it was an art reception for them. Because our, our exhibition side, we're booked out through 24. So of different shows from local to national shows. So it, it we have a waiting list. And it is competitive to get into that side through just an application process. And my selection committee goes through it. But for them to get a guaranteed spot to be in there, it's like, this is a prestigious place if you get to show. And we want you to show here. Because Absolutely. we value it our members and then to have this community tie into it it was just a phenomenal um kind of way to end the year to show this is what we're we've done this is how we appreciate everyone that stepped in here and uh there's been so much excitement for it. we will be doing it again this year that's fantastic have you guys chosen your nonprofits for the uh, year what we've done is we've extended to the nonprofits we did last year they're going to nominate who they would like to see how amazing is that so they're they're getting back to me on the final nominations of who who that is so we're we're almost to the final selection of who they want to see work with us. I, I want to have you back. I want to talk about this again. Yeah. Uh, so sometime in December, come yes, back yes. on the show. We'll <laughs> talk about this because I really want to get a lot of people out there because it's good for the nonprofits. It's great for the artists and it's good for Sage. Mm-hmm. Now tell me about uh, Wyoming Waters. We're running out of time, but this is a great, uh, a great show coming up. This show is so much fun. So we did have, as I said, you know, this, the exhibition side gets booked out and with the way of the world that just everything goes, we had a shuffle and we had a spot open. And uh, some of our members came to us who used to be members of the Wyoming Watercolor Society. And they said they had this show that was small works, had to only be watercolor, but it 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 could be any subject. It made us uh, be more experimental within the watercolor medium. But we want to expand it more to a water-based media. So now we're involving acrylics and different... Wash yeah. and any water-based inks. And uh, and I'm a huge proponent of mixed media. So we said, okay, let's change it up. We'll call it Wyoming Waters. So anything, at least 75% of the work needs to be some sort of water-based media. And then if you want to throw some buttons or wire or other mixed media in there it'll still be fine and we put restrictions on just the size because we wanted to get up to 40 artists in and it was first come first serve you didn't need to be a member there was no fees there was no jurying if you brought a piece you got in we did ask that you had a gallery ready and we worked through what that would be but we had 38 of the 40 that signed up that were able to Again, life happens. We're able to get their work in, and we have such an amazing array of subject matter. Beautiful abstracts, stunning landscapes, and then beautiful representations of emotions personified 
and it's just absolutely amazing. And to think of these different subjects and how they all come together, again, like there was no other subject restrictions, but the colors all came together. Like, this is very fall. Oh, now we're flowing into some very kind of almost monochromatics, and then they just flow so beautifully together, and we have stark reds that flow into all these kind of flowy together colors and out and it's like it's, many of these have never talked to each other they've never worked they didn't create next to each other yeah they look like they did wow just the energy of like okay this is how i want to create and another great thing is that we have so many of them this is the first time they're in a gallery the first time they have let their work be completed to put it into a frame and the the pride that they see having it on the wall is just amazing and wonderful. And I'm so excited for the community to come in and see the work that these artists have done. And of course we have some of our beloveds that have been showing all over and they're excited to see that they get to hang by someone who's brand new. They're inspired. The new ones are inspired by those who've always been with us. And it's just, it is truly a community show within the water-based media world. That's amazing. <laughs> when 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 is this on display? So it is it just open Tuesday, and it will be uh, going through November twenty sixth. And next week, November third, five thirty to seven thirty is our artist reception. So the artists will be in town, and you're going to meet them and discuss their artwork. And we'll have food by Verdello, and uh, another local coming down from Billings will be providing macarons. Oh, wow. Delectable. (laughs) Foodie coming out. (laughs) The foodie surfacing. Jill, I want to thank you for coming in this morning. It's always such a pleasure having you in here. It is the best way to to kick the week going. Right. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. And thank you for what you and your team do down there. Thank you. It is an honor. When we come back, we'll speak with Impact 307. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Share. Elias Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Elias Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Hi, this is Laura from Harker Mellinger. Our advisory services are designed for entrepreneurs and small business owners so you can focus on your business. Our relationship is customized for what you want and need to ensure your business is as efficient as it should be. We will evaluate your business and provide solutions you will benefit from. We will coach you through each step of the process from start to finish. Contact us today. Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. The weather is so unpredictable this time of year. Is your vehicle or tires ready? Chris Hayden with Hammer Chevrolet. Bob, with our tire price match guarantee, you don't have to wait for a tire sale. We carry all the brand name tires at the guaranteed lowest price. If your vehicle's in need of any mechanical repairs, we have the latest in diagnostic and repair equipment. We offer an oil change, tire rotation, and 27-point inspection. Hammer's is your full-service dealership, and we value your business. Schedule online at hammerchevy.com or call us. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties 
for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Mark Gordon has been tested, and we trust him. He cut state spending, and Wyoming's budget is the leanest in 10 years. When the feds tried to close our schools, Mark Gordon said no, and Wyoming led the nation with the most in-person class days. And while Joe Biden works to shut down Wyoming's energy industry, Mark Gordon fights back. Now, Mark Gordon needs our vote. Let's stick with him. Paid for by friends of Mark Gordon. Hey there, listeners. I'm every over-enthusiastic radio announcer ever. And if you think that's enthusiastic, then you need to check out Best Real Estate because we are enthusiastic about selling properties. So if you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell, we are your go-to real estate team. Call us at 675-BEST or visit our website at bestwy.net for all of your real estate needs. Good morning. Welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. Impact 307 is a network of innovation-driven business incubators committed to growing and strengthening Wyoming's entrepreneurial community by providing resources and support for the founders to thrive. This year, Impact 307 is presenting the Startup Challenge for the sixth year. The organization looks for individuals who are interested in starting a new business or early-stage entrepreneurs wanting to grow that business. Through the startup challenges held in various cities around the state, Impact 307 provides a monetary incentive for the business support needed for contestants to act on those great ideas. To talk about this, I am joined by Impact 307 Statewide Marketing Director Jessica Madden and shared an Impact 307 Business Incubator Director Scott Rendolph. Good morning, Impact 307. Good morning. Good morning to you, Floyd. That was a lot to get out this morning. Yeah. (laughs) Now, uh, when we spoke in August, the application period for the challenge was just opening. What's happened since then? So we closed the application period. We had an amazing response this year. We had 61 applicants, which was about 50% more than last year. So lots and lots of interest in uh, looking at business ideas, starting new businesses, after the applications came in, we turned them over to the judge panel. The judges went through um, the tremendous number of uh, applications received. They were able to narrow that to 12. We typically shoot for 10, but with the interest we had this year, we actually selected 12 semifinalists. At the very end of September, first part of October, there were two different sessions where each of the 12 semifinalists came in and presented a short overview of what they had put into their application and were able to field questions from the judges. And from that process, the judges narrowed down to six finalists. We typically have five, but again, with the interest this year and the very competitive uh, field and semi-finalists that we had, they were able to narrow down to six finalists. So we will be going with six for the first time at the WIO uh, next week. Now, Jessica, the interest 
I mean, it sounds like it's booming out there. Is this something because maybe the marketing really took off at 307? Or do you think that maybe just the word is getting out? Well, I think there was a lot of interest. I think a lot of people are looking at entrepreneurship as a viable option. I think especially since the pandemic, um, a lot of people are, you know, looking at it like, oh, maybe I can do this. Yeah. And so, yeah, the response was phenomenal. I was really, really, really happy with it. Yeah, maybe that maybe something having to do with the pandemic wanted folks to be more and they just wanted to be more independent, a business owner. You know, yes, it's more challenging, but it it allows a lot more independence in your life, doesn't it? Yeah. And the flexibility is great, too. You know, and it, it just gives people an option to do something they're truly passionate about. So and, you know, even though we are where we are, where we are a thousand years from now, they're going to say that was the dawn of the Internet. And and so being able to expand businesses using online avenues may have also helped with some of that inspiration. Tell me a little bit about each of these six finalists. Sure. So we have, um, as we typically do, a very diverse group of finalists, all the way from um, a fly reel, a semi-automatic fly reel by a group in Buffalo. They have a lot of experience and knowledge in the fly fishing space. This semi-automatic reel that they talk about is very prevalent in Europe, but hardly ever uh, seen in the U.S. And they're actually taking uh, the semi-automatic design and they've added some additional features, which they've patented or have patent pending. So uh, that's going to be a fascinating one. I believe uh, it'll be very interesting because we are an outdoors-oriented community. Absolutely. We have um, a pair of young ladies from Buffalo High School with... um, a business called I Call Shotgun. It's actually driving games for teens. And so they have a structured program where um, the car loads of of kids are potentially going around the community. And they are considering expanding to things that can be done at home, board games or uh, video games. Uh, They're talking about some additional things that, uh, you know, they might want to look at to expand their offering and then we have a myofascial blade product that has been developed by a woman that uh, has horses at home on a ranch. Um, this is something to cure soreness in performance horses. So there are horse massages, just like we have human massages. Uh, there are tools that are used in massage, and there's myofascial blades for humans. This is the first one that's actually been developed for horses, which is quite amazing. Wow. Yeah, so that's that was very well received by the judges. A lot of great questions, and uh, I know that she'll have a great presentation on um, on, thir- on Tuesday, excuse me, next week. And then finally, we have a, um, a hitch, um, a, a trailer hitch solution that uh, does not rattle or play uh, between the hitch and the trailer. There's a lot of rattle in, in a lot of the hitches that are out there. This individual has developed a hitch that doesn't have that and has included additional uh, safety um, functionality as well. So that ought to be a very interesting one because we have a community that has a lot of trailers for recreation and for, for work. There are, are a number of things that uh, will probably be appealing for that. We have a cannoli person. Uh, cannolis. Cannoli is an Italian dessert. Uh, this individual has uh, introduced those into our area. They're very prevalent on the East Coast, but very rarely seen in our area. And so she has developed a cannoli business that not only sells locally here in Sheridan, but she sells regionally in Billings, in Gillette, 
uh, are very well received. And what she'd like to do is sort of build it into a commercial bakery that might even be able to expand beyond this, you know, 100 mile range that we're doing now. So that's going to be very intriguing. And then finally, we have a person that is developing a direct primary care practice in Sheridan. We do not have direct primary care offerings in Sheridan thus far. She's going to bring it into our community. And she also has a heart for serving some of the outlying rural areas, um, mainly via telehealth. So she expects us to expand beyond our local community as well. So you can see the diversity. Absolutely. It's going to be a very, very interesting program. I think folks, uh, whether they can come live to the YO or on, online via the live stream, are going to be treated to a lot of interesting plans. You know, a lot of those uh, uh, ideas are really needs, you know, and uh, uh, what's that old saying? See a need, fill the need. And and it sounds like uh, just about every one of these uh, budding entrepreneurs have done just that. Now, tell me a little bit about Pitch Night and what exactly do these finalists have to do from start to finish? So since the semifinals, we've been working with each one of them to kind of take their business ideas and plans to the next level. So we have introduced, hey, can you give us a financial projection? How many units? How many patients are you going to serve? What's your pricing structure? What are your projected costs and how will they change over time? So we basically asked for a three-year horizon. So all of that will be incorporated into their pitch night presentation. Um, we will have, because a lot of the audience has never been exposed to the ideas, they'll present an overview of what they did like they did at the semifinals, but um, they will add some of the additional things that we've been working on with them. And they have to stick to 15 minutes. A lot of information needs to be presented but a lot of them are incorporate pictures. I think we're going to have some videos. There will be a number of uh, things that will really dress up their presentations, make it very professional. We have an outside graphic artist that is helping uh, develop each of the presentations. And so we expect uh, each of them to have some really sharp content and some uh, very intriguing details of their plans that they want to share with not only the judge panel, but to the community. Now, uh, when is pitch night this year? So it's this Tuesday, November 1st, um, at the Wyo Theater, downtown Sheridan. Uh, the doors will open at 5 p.m. with the pitches starting at 5.30. And after a two-year hiatus, we will be doing a reception after the pitches. Um, we will be having bona fide um, cater. And then also there will be beverages served um, at the Wyo Theater during the reception. Now, uh how many judges are there and who is going to fill that role? So this year we have seven judges. We've had a lot of uh, interest in uh, folks that have been entrepreneurs and kind of know what it takes to go through the rigors of getting a business started. And so this year we actually have seven on our panel. Some have been on, I think, almost every year, if not every year. So Tim Barnes, Blacktooth Brewing. We have Laura Leon of uh, Peak Consulting, Jesus Rios. Um, he's got his, um, business, uh, his IT services business. So he's another one that I think has been a fairly regular individual, but then we have some new judges. We have Annie McGarra. Uh, she's part of Carol's furniture downtown. Um, we have Brady Lewis, who is a part of an engineering firm in town. And then we were very delighted to have, uh, Chelsea Paulus, who actually was a 2018 Sheridan startup challenge winner. She has built a very nice business. She employs uh, or contracts with about seven different speech pathologists. 
and has developed a statewide presence. And so she's done phenomenal. I said, Chelsea, come on to our panel and you can sit on the other side this time. You can be a judge and kind of evaluate what's uh, what's going on. And then finally, we have Jeremy Scott. He is part of the uh, Homer and Mildred Scott Foundation board and an entrepreneur and investor himself. And so he will definitely be part of the the uh, panel again. I think he's had been on for two years prior to this. So it's just great to have some continuity as well as some new blood on our panel. And hopefully uh, they're able to fairly evaluate all the plans and then select the three winners. And having a judge who uh, understands the nerves that are going <laughs> on up there on that stage, right? Uh, it's always good having someone on a judge panel who's been in the trenches themselves. Now, the Sheridan community can actually kind of take part in this, can't they? Uh, does it cost me anything to go watch this at the YO or to live stream this? No, no, it is free. Um, we encourage everyone um, to come on down to the YO. It's a really fun event. There's a lot of great energy. And if for some reason you're not able to attend, we will be live streaming on SheridanMedia.com as well as our uh, social media Facebook page. Um, there will be a link um, so you can watch uh, from the comfort of your home or uh, if you're far away, we will be posting that link in the near future. So, you know, friends, relatives that are not local can also watch. And that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. You got to yeah. think about the individuals up on that stage and everyone who wants to just see you throw this out there uh, after all the work that so many of these people have done. Now, there's going to be an audience choice award. How does that work? Yeah, this year um, we will be having a $2,000 audience choice award um, sponsored by Sheridan Travel and Tourism. And basically on the program and then also on the live stream, there will be a number to text um, for each person, you know, vote one for this group to, you know, on and on. And then once that's tallied up, that individual or group will win $2,000 uh, toward their business plan. Now, there's one winner in this whole thing, or is there like a, a, a selection, like a one, two, three type of deal? So there is no first, second, and third. There are three winners that are selected out of the six presenters. And so those folks will receive $5,000 uh, as just as a part of winning. And then there will be a seed fund round that will happen in about three months where the bulk of the seed fund will be distributed. And so that's all in addition to the Audience Choice Award. The Audience Choice Award is different. And you can be a winner and the Audience Choice Award winner, uh, but the Audience Choice Award is, is, the, uh, is, is selected by the – um, the viewing audience and the live stream. So, so even even if I don't get in the top three, I may walk out of there with $2,000 that I can put towards my new business. Uh, what about the individuals who may not be selected? Do they receive anything at the end of this? So there is judge discretion to do one-time awards uh, to the ones that do not win. And so it's totally up to them. The judges will basically oversee the entire seed fund amount. So that allows us to be as a staff to be very objective and to work with all of them equally. And so we don't have a dog in the fight. It's basically the judges that will make the decisions and they can award. Um, it's usually one time amounts that will go to the non winners and will usually be targeted towards something specific like uh, a website or a piece of equipment, something that might kind of help them uh, along. And then after the startup challenge, we will continue to work with all of them. We hope all of them will be successful. We can try to find them alternate sources of funding if that, that's what they need. And so we will continue to hopefully 
count them in as clients for years to come. Now, are the winners decided right then and there, or do the judges take their evaluations and, and make their decisions after the showing? So each of the six uh, pitches will happen, and then the judges uh, convene in a room. They review each of the, um, the results of the, the presentations, and then they will get into you know, how they make their final selections. And so it'll typically take a half hour to 45 minutes after. And then oh, wow. this year with the reception, we will be announcing the winners at the reception. The last two years with COVID, we have not had that. So um, it's great to have the reception back. Like Jessica said, Bonafide, which is a, an amazing uh, uh, food operation in town, will be providing our, um, our treats and our, um, our orders. They will be doing a great job for us. Now, uh, can anyone attend this reception, Jessica? Yes, anyone can attend. Um, we, we really hope that you know all the live audience members do attend the reception. It's a great chance for them to visit with the finalists, you know, ask their questions. It's just a nice, uh, a nice event, I guess, uh, for people to sit and chat. And then, of course, yeah, people can enjoy some beverages and food while they're at it. So now I've only got about two two minutes left. But real quick, what happens after the startup challenge? Each of the finalists, where do they go from there? So the ones that win, there is some paperwork, no surprise there. They have to register as a vendor with the University of Wyoming. They need to make sure that they're registered with the Secretary of State of Wyoming as a company. They need a bank account in the company's name. And so there's some paperwork that if they don't already have those things, they'll need to get it set up. They will typically get their $5,000 award checks within about three weeks. And so uh, that is one thing that happens. But like I said before, we will work with each of them typically on a monthly basis or more often to be able to kind of go through the various facets of their plan, try to keep them on track. There's frustrations with starting businesses and we will try to kind of build them up and kind of show them a path to where they might be successful if they hit a roadblock. So we'll continue to do that. They, they, do, they are offered office space in our business incubator if they need it. And so that's another benefit. And that even goes to the non-winners as well. So. Now, it, it, what is it like something in the high 90s uh, of new businesses, uh, high 90 percentile, that end up failing within the first year? So this is a massive advantage to have the experience, the know-how, and the wisdom uh, to help move that business forward. Um, Scott, Jessica, I want to thank you both for coming in. Uh, I greatly appreciate what you do for the community and these entrepreneurs who are trying to take these fantastic ideas and uh, bring them all the way to fruition. Uh, best of luck on pitch night. Thank you, Floyd. We're looking forward to it, and hopefully everyone will either attend live or, or uh, view and share to media.com. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
Hi, this is Dan Marshall at Captain Clean, and we offer free HVAC cleaning estimates. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, 25 to 40 percent of the energy used for heating or cooling a home is wasted. Contaminants in your HVAC system cause it to work harder and shorten the life of your system. Call for your free estimate and start saving money today by making your system more cost-effective and reducing how hard it has to work to maintain your home's temperature. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. Moss Holders Design Center would like to help you update your living room this fall. So right now, every sofa, every sectional, and every love seat is on sale. Moss Holders Showroom is filled with excellent American-made brands like Southern Motion, England, Omnia Leather, Intermountain, and more. Whether you'd like top-grain leather sofas or a new fabric sectional, Moss Holders has lots of in-stock choices. During the sale, receive extra discounts on all accent chairs, recliners, and swivel gliders. That's Moss Holders Living Room Sale, going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Louisa, Darwin, Marissa, Megan, Elena, Izzy, and Zach. These are your 2022 Sheridan Startup Challenge finalists vying for a share of $100,000 to launch their idea. Jessica here from Impact 307 inviting you to the Wild Theater on Tuesday, November 1st at 5.30 p.m. for pitch night. After presentations, eat, drink, and chat with the talent until the winners are announced. It's free, open to the public, and will be live streamed on SheridanMedia.com. See you November 1st, 5.30 p.m. at the Wild Theater. Great paint jobs start with great quality paint tools. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Quality tools are the most important investment you'll make as you begin your painting project. With superior brushes, rollers, and pads, it's possible to reduce the amount of time and effort it takes to finish your painting project and guarantee great results. We are continuing our paint sales so you can get your fall painting project jump started. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Since 1892, the Wyo and Trident Theater are teaming up to bring you a big dose of horror this Halloween. Rocky Horror. Get your costume ready and your tickets today for the Rocky Horror Picture Show Saturday, October 29th at 7 p.m. Featuring a cast of local favorites, signature cocktails, and the time warp, you won't want to miss this cult classic horror film B-movie musical at the Wyo. You'll find tickets and more information at wyotheater.com. Rocky Horror. This film is rated R. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-R-O-B.